where am I reaching for my second beer? I might, I might as well go ahead and get, hit, get, hook it up. All right, welcome everybody. This is episode number 261 of the Barrel Proof Podcast. I am once again your host, Taylor Sorrells. Tonight I'm joined uh, by Ty Smith. Say hi, Ty. Hey, Ty. Patrick's putting bushing, pushing buttons. We're a, we're a day late uh, because weather was awful and we record outside. And, that's, and a dollar short. And a dollar say, short. Right? That's true, Ty. Uh, Patrick's here pushing buttons, like I said. And then we have a special guest tonight, Benton Newman. Say hi, Benton. Hello, everybody. Co- new Cooper's board member, uh, proprietor of VamosMorados.com. Uh, he's been hitting the radio circuit pretty hard, but we're happy to have him on tonight. Uh, just because there's, you know, there's Robbie wasn't here, and we wanted to make sure that we had like some content to discuss. You know, it was a pretty, pretty chill week. And know? Benton, I mean, the master of Louisville City content. I feel like, I mean, we've got he's way better than video, uh, blog posts, like gifs. I've, I've, yeah, I mean, I've been it, very it's unbelievable ex- what you what you put out. I mean, how do you do it, Ben? I, I appreciate that. I've been very very exploratory in the uh, in the content I've been putting out just for, for fun. But I am not the master. You guys have been doing this for a long time, and I'm just going to say that I'm honored to be here. Sorry, I was getting the umbrella out. Yeah. Honored it's to be here. It's harder um, than I expected. At the and, I, and I appreciate what you guys have been doing, doing for so long between the podcast, Taylor, and your writing. You're a great writer. Thank you. And um, so I really enjoy that. And, uh, and I've just I've been doing it because I've been having fun doing it. And people seem to appreciate, it and that's kind of really spurred we me. We really on. do. I do. I mean, I, I love any anything in all, in all things purple. So, I like to, I like some my my uh, the enjoyment I get out is just a different perspective than what I see, and that's always good. Sometimes, most of the time, we're on the same page, and that's that makes me feel like I'm smarter. Than yeah, I am, usually so I've referenced your article <laughs> a couple times. Like, look, I don't need the rehashes. Taylor already said it. No, like, no, that's, that's like with the open cup and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't need to go back over this. Read his. Uh, Read his rant. Yeah, our, our the the newest uh, entry to the scene, Purple Pros, has gone dark because of the Super League, apparently. So that's a, that's a little. I'm a little bummed by that. Hopefully, uh, he or she funny. comes back. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm not good. I'm not like a funny writer, but his is funny. I liked it. I hope it comes back, Purple Pros. Well, uh, let's talk about some things we've written about uh, first. Nothing happened this week, really. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> what, do we want to just get the big one out of the way? I know Ty, you kind of have said you need to recuse yourself. Thanks to your giant ownership interest in oh, soccer yeah. holdings LLC. No, no, that's not that's not the case, but I do but I am like I I am a, just a very very small tiny teensy owner and there's this NDA, this agree, you know, in non-disclosure agreement, I guess is what that stands for, right? Yes. I'm a lawyer, I should know. <laughs> but you know that really kind of prohibits really much discussion about it on both sides. I mean, I think Hackworth decided to that. He hasn't said anything and then I know and and get and don't get me wrong. The fans want to know more about what happened, like what's going on, and everything else. But I mean, it just—I just, I just don't think it can happen because yeah. we're not going to hear. Yeah, not unless there's if, an agreement we, in if place. If we hear, somebody's going to get sued. Right? There's an agreement in place. You got to follow it, <laughs> yes. right? So I respect that. I'm not going to. Um, so I think the fan base needs to understand that a little bit because I think there's a cry for like more information. More, more, no, it just, but it's just not possible. I don't think. Um, yeah, it. I'll it, let's. Okay. Uh, in case you've been living on a rock, John Hackworth and the, is no longer coach the club. Sorry, did we just like led right in talking about NDAs without explaining we just assumed what, what that the that context? Was known, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to the show, you probably know what it is, but I'm just you know going to get that well, out. Blindsiding a few people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my, myself included, really. Um, but uh, you know, but yeah, we're we're not going to hear about why. Yeah. Uh, in you know, we're just not. Um, there's a contract between the two that that replaces the one that was previously existing which is, was the coaching contract employment contract 
Uh, and this one says you guys can't talk about it. You probably can't ever talk about it. There might be some kind of time limitation on there. They have to be reasonable. I know how these things work. Uh, but what reasonable is definitely isn't going to happen within the next five years, if I had to guess. And so we aren't going to hear from either side. Uh, you know, I, John Hackworth was a very good coach for our club, uh, won, a won a title here, took over in a seemingly impossible situation and, and, and took us to the championship and, and won us a second star in 2018. And that is something that no one's ever going to forget. If you were here for part of that for any part of that season, that was incredible. Uh, and then two really successful seasons after that. Mm -hmm. And then we were building into this third one uh, under him, had a really nice game on Saturday that we'll eventually get to. Uh, and then all of a sudden he's gone. I will say, you know, getting, you know, losing your coach after the first game of the season is less than ideal. Uh, but if you're going to lose your coach after the first game of the season, it helps that you don't have a second game for two weeks. And it also helps that the person that you've identified to be interim or whatever taking over those coaching duties uh, is your assistant who's been with you basically since the beginning, who is going to be a head coach somewhere in this league or some other league soon. A very competent assistant at that. So. Yeah, he was going. He, he, this was probably the last year we were going to be able to hang on to him either way, unless this happened, which was a little bit fortuitous in a certain sense for him and for us. Mm -hmm. um, it's a silver lining, as I've called yeah. it. So, you know, you know, before I say much else, I am confident in Danny's ability, uh, even though it's not necessarily proven the head coaching capacity, uh, to do what it takes to get this team where it needs to go. He's, you know, good presence in the locker room, obviously does a lot of preparation. Hackworth is always, was always talking about how Danny's the first person in the office, does all the film work, does all the grunt work, does all the hard stuff. Uh, so, you know, he's earned his time, earned his due. Uh, and if he wasn't going to be here in a head coaching capacity in 2022, mm -hmm. he was going to be somewhere else in that same role doing something. I think he's a candidate for his Class A license under USSF, whatever that means to you. Uh, you know, but that's a that's a significant feather in his cap, so I'm sure that's going to be accomplished. Probably not this during this season, but probably during the off season, if I had to guess. Uh, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I think he's an inventive guy. He obviously is a hard worker, studies the game really hard. Uh, head coach is a different animal, so this is you know he's probably going to take his lumps along the way. We may or may not hear about what those lumps are, uh, but he's pretty well set up for success, in my mm -hmm. opinion. I, I totally agree. Ben, I mean, what, he's, what do you think? I mean, he's taken over a team that at one point had coached itself. So, yeah. I mean, of of any situation to be thrown into, this has to probably be the most most gracious. I'm I'm super excited to see uh, Danny take over again. Like I said, this the silver lining here. Um, I mean, I, I think he's very competent and has been been good at the club. Um, you know, it's unfortunate things have transpired. You know, as, as you've already reiterated, we're we're just not going to find out. Yeah. But, I mean, I think if you kind of, you know, I don't want to speculate too much, but, like, if you read between the lines, like, I, I think you can draw some just general assumptions of, of maybe not exactly what transpired, but the, but the nature of it. I mean, the timeline of it, not ideal for the club, trying to replace a head coach. I this mean, is something you do unless you feel like you have to do it. Exactly. That's kind of what it seems to me it's, like. Yeah. Anybody have any, I, mean, I mean, that's what I think. They just gave him an entire offseason to help craft the roster and, and train the squad. Like, you, I mean, it's not to the club's advantage to do that. And then not to mention, I mean, like, you know, let's just look at the things we know. The press release that was coming out, it was, just, it was very brief on the mention of his dismissal. No sort of uh, thank yous or, or anything like that. So, I'm, you know, I mean, again, I don't want to speculate too much, but I just, you, you have to imagine it's probably... There's probably some sour grapes along the way there. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, I I think that's probably part of the reason why we got to where we are. Yeah. If you know, if they were you know gracious and thankful, that we probably wouldn't have terminated the contract, unless it was a performance issue. Which you know, I don't think we could argue yeah. that it is. I don't think well, it's a performance issue. Technically, it was a mutual termination. Correct. But um, I mean, how many of them are actually mutual? 
Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, you got to think about who really has the leverage in these situations. It's usually the employer, not the employee. Yeah. Not always the case, uh, but you know, like I said, I don't think this is something that anyone wanted to do going into this season. Uh, I don't know. Things must have just come to a head. Is all I can is all I can surmise without any evidence whatsoever to support any of that. Yeah, that's all I mean, I can, that's all I can really say about it. They're tight lipped for for good reason. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they moved it. As are ahead, most Ty. like HR decisions in the real world, right? I mean, we don't know like the specifics of anybody's oh. performance review or like why. My know, my background just, is in HR, so I very much kind of felt right, <laughs> felt I mean, at home with that. I see all these people online, kind of demanding answers, and uh, you know, <laughs> very much on 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 their side of it. Like they can't do that. I've been in that spot, you know. Yeah. So it it is tough it, at, at this point in the season. It, it's unexpected, and but as you said, Benton, I think. You look at our squad, and you know we, we we were a team that has a lot of veterans. We have a lot of legacy players. We have guys that coached in a mm-hmm. capacity back when we lost uh, JOC, right? I mean, let's look at that. Like, there's a lot of guys that are still on this roster that were there in 2018. That's frankly right. got to be beneficial here, right? You've been through Absolutely. once before, so you're not just taken aback by it all. Second, the triumvirate is still working in some capacity at the club. Luke is still coaching academy right. kids. He lives here. He's here. You know, I I wouldn't be terribly surprised. I you know, he coaches some a great some great groups of kids. Uh, but if not immediately at some point, Luke may, if he wants to or if if the things sound right, if he ended up as an assistant on the squad, maybe mm-hmm. he might not, but he might. That's the door's open, I bet. Right. Um, I don't know that, but I'm just, you know, throwing that out I there. I think all of us fans are kind of rooting that on a yeah, little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, but you know, it, he may, he may not be ready for that. He's got a brand new baby. You know, we'll just kind of see how it goes. So does Danny. So that's, you know, that is what that is. Uh, but uh, all, George is still here, still playing, still dishing out assists to Paolo to Piccolo. We'll get to that. That's right. Uh, but, you know, still working yeah. in, in, you know, George has got multi, multiple roles, still a baller. Let's not forget about that. Uh, Quattro, fan favorite. And then Paolo is still the club and, you know, starting off his season right, which, you know, again, we'll get to. Uh, but that's a not – this is totally different from 2018 from the standpoint that, A, we have some institutional knowledge at the technical on the technical side of things. Mm-hmm. In 2018, when James O'Connor left, all of the coaching knowledge left with him. It was just gone. So that, so that was a crazy situation. Yep. To be in. Now, Hackworth leaves. Danny stays. Tabani is still around. Uh, Scott, our goalkeeper coach, uh, Budnick is still here. James O'Connor is still working for the club in a technical capacity. So – you didn't all of a sudden there isn't a knowledge vacuum that just disappeared and uh, and you have you know folks that aren't necessarily soccer people trying to make decisions about coaches when we kind of struck gold with O'Connor in the first place, uh, but ne- had no fallback plan for that mm. you know eventuality. Now we don't have that issue, so you know that and we've got the deepest yeah, squad it's, we've it's ever had. Like we're in a good place. Now. We're in a good I place. I mean, yeah, because we lost when, when James it, left. He took this isn't Daniel a hammer Bird, He took Tabani. Like we lost our entire coaching staff. Yeah. So, like when when James left, I, it, it felt like the you know the wind just completely fell out of the sails, you know. In the club, but you know things moved on and we did what we mm-hmm. did and that was awesome. Like unexpected. That's why 2018 was such a special season. Uh, but in this instance, I, it just doesn't feel like that. I mean, no. And Danny knows these guys. Like he, pl- I mean, didn't he at the Union? He played with Corbin Bone with Antoine Hopeno. He, oh, that's he right. Yeah, I guess they did cross paths. He, he goes there. back a long time with with several Jimmy. of these players, which. I think bodes well, and yeah, it, it would seem to be more of a seamless transition. I agree. I mean, you have to think like it's almost like if it was going to happen, like best case scenario with all these pieces in place. I mean, you never want it to happen, but 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, you would think that long term this might have been, you know, if things had played out over a longer period of time, you know, and we had somehow managed to keep Danny around, this would been this would have been the transition plan anyway. But obviously that got accelerated quite yeah. a bit. And I'm, I'm excited that it sounds like he's going to be getting a serious look for the for the permanent role. Yeah. And yeah. he's not just kind of yeah, in a caretaking Mike capacity. Mike Watts, I think, had a tweet that went out that, that Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon or something and said, you know, James O'Connor's not going to be – doesn't is interested in coaching. And that was a big it sounds rumor. like it's Danny's job to lose. Uh, I don't know. I'm putting words in people's mouths probably, but that's kind of the gist I'm getting. Right. And I think he deserves that chance. So, you know, we'll kind of see how things go against Birmingham next Saturday. Um and we'll talk about that next week. I'm not doing it right now. I know zero about Birmingham, but I haven't done homework on them yet. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to be fine. So we'll we'll get we'll get to that next week. Don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the crazy stuff. And you know, never a dull moment with this club. Never at the end of the a dull day. moment. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always got to be something. Uh, but I will say, you know, like I said, we are light years ahead of where we were at this time three years ago. You know, got it. Got a fabulous academy pipeline that's that we're going to see the fruits of sooner than later, probably. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Racing Louisville, and they're just electric performances that they've been able to turn in. And, they, you know, the Girls Academy side here is also awesome. Uh, and, you know, we're, I, you know, I think we're sitting pretty from the, you know, USL championship standpoint, too. And then, you know, we have other fun stuff going on, Academy Cup and all other things that are yeah. happening, which we don't know much about right now, but they're coming along. Mm-hmm. You know, and the other interesting part is, you know, everybody else is staying. Uh, you know, Mario's still here. Danny's still here. Tabani's still working somehow. Scott's still here. James is still here. Brad is still here. Uh, so, you know, one domino do- isn't going to take do- take the whatever. One card isn't going to take down the whole house. Well, and a situation. group of mature, experienced players that yes, absolutely could, that are that are true professionals. You know, so, I think so. It, yeah, while, while we all want the, uh, well, we kind of want to see the roster get a little younger sometimes. In this instance, it's a good thing it's not right. So. Sorry, Benton, I stepped all over you there. No, no, my daughter says that, I've stepped on your words. <laughs> I was just saying that veteran presence definitely does does help right. in the situation. So, right. again, like I said, like if it was going to happen, this might be kind of the best case scenario. Like with all the pieces we have in play. Yeah, I mean, could yeah, be a lot worse. We can make some lemonade out of these lemons, and it's not much of a lemon. So I, I think we're good. I think we're going to be okay. Um, you know, tough scene for John. I don't know what's going to happen with him. A lot of speculation about where he's going to go. I've been getting DMs from people in Charlotte. <laughs> Which, you know, Charlotte's a shit show, so I kind of don't wish that on him. Um, but uh, not independence like the MLS one um, that's getting rid of their grass field for turf. I was about to mention personal that. Personal seat like. licenses and all those other shenanigans. It doesn't affect me whatsoever, but I want to shit on it when I can. Um, anyway, but, you know, there's a, the, you know, John's going to get opportunities. He's a good coach, uh, you know, runs a good, runs an attractive uh, system or style of play. He'll have his opportunities. You know, it's a little bit of a bummer that he has a Louisville City tattoo now, uh, and that's that's tough. I feel bad for him. I, 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 I don't he think it's, he won a championship. That means that I don't think it's something. actually like purple branded. Oh, he so did. Cut. He only yeah. got the thing. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So if he gets another USL job, you know, if you just move <laughs> right mean, along, that's fair. Honestly, that was a Didn't smart think move. About that. That was a smart move. It was. <laughs> yeah. Even even without the hindsight bias, like you right. just you just yeah. never know. Well, you know, you gotta always keep that card in the back of your pocket. <laughs> all right, uh, that's about all the time I think we can really spend on that without uh, spiraling off into some yeah. other. Yeah, uh, if you dimension. want, if you want more on that drama, you can just read Twitter and just go on Twitter. Don't and don't do that. I highly face, stay away from Facebook. Like Reddit is somehow like the the voice of you know reason, which is. Oh, something. I actually avoid it there because I'm like I've had enough between Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, don't do that. That's a, that's bad for your health. Yeah, it just in the you know in 
no matter what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk results. Uh, let's talk about John's last game for Louisville City. Uh, two nil victory uh, on Saturday night against Atlanta United two. Uh, a game where I felt like we were in control the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, tough not to have scored really early on. Tough not to have scored at all in the first half. Uh, but they really turned the screws in the second frame. Uh, finally got uh, a goal off a corner kick from us, uh, from you know, fabulous place from by Oscar from a, on that corner. Paolo all he had to do was jump up and said, put his head on it. It was a goal. Uh, not our Argentinian friend playing in goal for Atlanta United too, which no. surprised me. Yep. And they were they were not bad. Uh, we they definitely disrupted us a little bit. I don't think they're the most organized team, especially going forward. Mm-hmm. Like their game plan, if they got the ball, was to just counter and run real fast and. Hope that they could catch uh, Tosh and, and they about and got one. They I mean, did. They did. They got but Jogo. Jogo was literally that one at like twenty some odd minutes is very scary. Yeah. yeah. Jogo put, put the burners on though and got in front of that ball and helped helped uh, diesel out a little bit and so that that saved that one. Uh, but otherwise, you know, like I said, I was real. You know, I was. The longer games go zero zero against an opponent like that, the more nervous I get. Maybe not oh. the, the guys on the field, but I get because they was like, "Come on, you got it." Like I'll never forget that Toronto game where we just pounded that um, Ariel unheld. I can't remember his name now. Oh, that uh, keeper. Ago, yeah, pounded him with like keeper twenty shots. He saved every had, single yeah. one. It just was ridiculous. We lost like four zero or something. Just just absurd. Vasa Endo ripped us up. I remember that. Yeah, you know, or you know, yeah. But Toronto, like, there's just been games like that where you you control the whole match and then it doesn't go your way. This one went the way it should have gone. Uh, took a little bit longer to get there than we'd hoped, but. Uh, really poetic goals, like I said, Oscar to Paolo. That was great. Paolo playing a little bit Beautiful. higher up the field. I like that because it did look like a Renaissance painting. I think is what you said. Ben. <laughs> yeah, oh, look Which at you, Todd. did. I mean, yeah. it was well, unbelievable. <laughs> that shot that they got of uh, Paolo after the header. What was that? Know. I think that was that EM dash. Like it was, it was a great picture, right yeah. place, I right time. I, mm. He he did a lot more than just had to just jump up and head it. I mean, he maneuvered. He and did. Contor- it was a good and run. Contoured his body. In a way that only Paolo can do in the air. I mean, the man can win oh. a header ball. Like, he's also, I've, have you seen his like I mean, the commercials that he's on these days? He's doing really no. good. Some local TV yeah. ads with Katie George looks. I mean, it's good stuff. He's a natural. I'll just he's never great. forget him. Like, you know, in the 2018 championship against Phoenix, you know, playing that defensive mid role, mm-hmm. right? And just not and did not lose a header one time. Like off the goal kick, whatever. He wins the ball, and it's amazing for me, like for Paolo. To one, so first, so he's the 2017 USL title MVP in a defensive mid role, yep. right? Sec, second year, we run it back, and really, he was my man of the match Absolutely. in the Phoenix game. Yep. Although Luke obviously got the gold, but now we see Paolo m- moving up front. Paolo's playing an offensive midfield yep. role now. Well, you'll, you'll and totally embracing it, like, and he he threads the needle better than anybody. Well, you'll remember when he first got here, he was basically a, a, a Quinn replacement. He played a little bit deeper, really good distributor of the ball. He he can play any of the three positions we have in midfield uh, and do them very well, which is but, amazing. I mean, yeah, but he's multifaceted. He always has right. been. Yeah, you know, but it's awesome to see him doing the things he's doing now. But the what your your point, and by the way, fabulous pass. Just storybook moment from uh, not even storybook, but from uh, George Davis to get him the assist on the oh, second yeah. goal. That's great, great tap in, great position, all that. Uh, and hats off to both of them for that goal is an awesome goal. But the point I'm trying to get to is Akil Watts played the six really, really well. He did on uh, Saturday night. Totally That's kind of what I, what not the position I expected to see him in because he played in the back three against Pittsburgh and we've seen him at fullback. 
uh, but did a, I thought he did a fabulous job at the six, and then uh, Oscar finally got to play on the right wing instead of the left for a change, and go, you know, Gonzalez or Gomez, excuse me, did a did a great job. So three different looks, yeah. three yeah. three players I, playing in different positions. We're used to seeing them in, and they both they all did really I, well. I believe there was a few games late last season where he came on like late, later in the match in, in midfield. So they almost, they've almost been kind of alluding to, to having him play in that role. But I'm glad to see his growth. And then Jogo, as you said before, like he was – I thought he was outstanding. Like yeah. you can just watch this kid grow in real time. Like He's gonna it's insane. His best game in purple for sure. Oh, yeah. it was – We finally got to play full I was full seeing 90. the Jogo, the glimpses of the Jogo that like we are – like that we want to see, right? That at 17, he looked like an absolute regular starter on the you know upper tier in the league. Like he was looking really good, and you can see why Europe is staring him down, <laughs> waiting for him to hit 18. Right. I, I do want to just briefly get back to Watts for, for one more second. Like I said, I, I thought he did a fabulous job back there. He did the deal where he drops back to help out Alexi and Sean, uh, who also had both had really good games. I felt like absolutely. Uh, but uh, I, I thought Akil did great. I was a little surprised to see him pulled off as soon as he was, but I think we're just trying to get some yeah. offense on the field maybe because we just we're kind of had sunk into a bit of a rut. And we, it was only 10 minutes into the second half or something that he got pulled. Yeah, was, like I said, I was like, I, I thought he played really well, so I was a little surprised by the substitution, but it turned out it worked out in the end. So there yeah. you go. I was a little, yeah, I was a little taken back by that too. I thought he was doing fine. I think it was uh, – Jimmy and Tyler Gibson came out at the same time, which I thought it was weird that Tyler didn't start because he just, I don't know, maybe we all just put this in our head that he was going to be the natural starter. I think but, against... Yeah, he was just going to come in for speedy. Oh, yeah, I just thought, I just assumed he would beat, be there. Right? I mean, then yeah. I kind of forgot thing, how much depth we had. Let's consider the, the competition we're playing against. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to take anything away from Atlanta United, too, but if Akil's going to get a start in the six, that's the team you oh, want him to start yeah. against. So... I agree. You know, I, like I said, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. I think he really took advantage of the opportunity he got, and I thought he played really well. Uh, you know, we, they may just split time there. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. Tyler Tyler's going to be a good player for us. I think he's going to do well. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice, so nice to know that you've got some depth there because I was worried we didn't for a while because mm-hmm. we hadn't seen Akil really play. I mean, you're right in substitute appearances he had done. It, they were brief. Things. Yeah. They were brief. Uh, but, he always, but he did seem to fit better in that role than he did on, on the wing back. I agree. Yeah, um, I agree with that. You know, even last season, like, when we saw him come in there. So. Um, I thought Nile played really well. I thought Napo looked like he was working really hard but just couldn't get anything going, and maybe that's – I don't really know what that's a product of. I feel like he can be, like, real, like, hit or miss on what his actual, like, production is. Like, yeah. I mean, he's a really good player. Like, that Pittsburgh match, as soon as he came on, that the preseason one, like, yeah. he was tearing it up. Oh, he, was, sure. he was fantastic. Yeah, you know, he's got – He's got multiple things he can do. I think at some point we might have to figure out what the one thing he does really well is and stick with that. But, again, we don't really have to because we got a yeah. wealth of riches at midfield and attacking, you know, the, the opposite sides of the 4-3-3 on the, on, up top that mm-hmm. we usually play. So he'll do fine. Not, but, like I said, he didn't play poorly by any stretch. I just didn't think he take, took command of the game like sometimes you'll see him do. Yeah. Uh, but it all worked out. You know, Kim hustled, did all the things he, he could do, and it was unlucky probably not to get a goal or two. Um, He'll find him eventually. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> uh, so all in all, you know, like I said, I didn't think we we're going to lose, but it was one of those games where, like I said, the longer it went on, it's like it went, you got a little bit more nervous, a little bit more nervous. It. It, did, it, it did concern me a little bit. I mean, we were playing a really high line, I felt like, in the back. We did. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously they got through that one time that Diesel makes the good the save, that really the yep. save that he had to make that, that game, and he made it, which was a, really one of the plays of the game because that, they got in. That was their best chance. Yep, by um, far. But I was a little bit nervous seeing that because on the counter, 
you know, it, it felt like maybe they could they could get another one of those plays, you know. But <laughs> they had a couple of speedy dudes. That Gannon guy was really good. They had a couple, and uh, I, the other one I want to point out, uh, uh Brad uh, Fawa, can't remember his last name. Um, number six, mm-hmm. uh, he played center back, but he could probably play defense. He'd be a really good defensive midfielder for the big team. He had a, their their center backs played well in that game. Atlanta's did. I you know they're, they're the big reason. The one why, guy, the big two reason four was the big. I think it was was yeah. the biggest guy I've seen in the monster, league. Monster, monster. He looked like a tight end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, like at the, in the end, is I would call it. I, you know, almost a comfortable two 0 win. So you you take that. You're uh, we're only reason we're not at the top of the standings in the central divisions because Tulsa scored three goals and we didn't. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, I take that to the bank didn't, every time. So feel, feel pretty good about it. No, no. And, and we just saw what I th- what I consider a classic Louisville City play, where some of those passing patterns they do to get out of small spaces and off the sideline mm-hmm. and around the field are just amazing to me. I mean, yeah. some of those off the ball movements were really. really I mean, good. it just yeah. is unbelievable how they work together and it just how they do that. I'll, I'll never cease to be amazed by it because they yeah. just pass the ball so well. Um, of course, it's Atlanta United too, you know. So I don't know. We we'll have to. They had a bunch of kids. That, well, not hadn't played together before, but definitely hadn't played a competitive game together. Young before. kids. I mean, like I said, the, yeah, the the goalkeeper was an academy goalkeeper. Played a good game. Just you know, Atlanta's got a lot of talent, so we can't take a yeah. win against them for granted. But it was. At you the have same to assume the lack of continuity has a factor there versus we're probably the complete opposite. Oh yeah, of that. So uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, next game, like we said, against Birmingham Legion. We'll talk about that one next week. Uh, did they have a game this weekend? No, they didn't play. I haven't played. The, so we're there for we're their opener. The Legion? Yeah. No, they play so they Indy. A bunch they play Indy. Oh, they play at home this weekend, I guess. Okay. So they'll have a game before. I don't know where little, it's at, but I know they play Indy. I will probably not be watching it because it's Derby. And I'll, you know, I'll, Birmingham's good, guys. We're, we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, I, no, they're not bad. I have them, yeah. too, in our group. Yeah, I mean, they they probably had the best offseason of any club, I think. When I don't know. Ryan I, James, Junior Fleming. I take uh, Tulsa over them just based on what I'm reading. But, you know, I'm willing yeah. to listen to arguments. Yeah, I'm yeah. Willing, to, willing to listen to that. All right, well, uh, I'm going to prepare them for next week. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ready. Study Ty, it's going it's to be on, <laughs> counselor. All Should right. we go to Monday's game? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, man, another really, really good performance from yes. from racing. You know, is one you almost, after CC scored that first goal, was like, we might win. Uh, and that's kind of the way I felt the whole game. You know, it was really tough to give up the final goal. Uh, oh, it's a Julie Ashley own goal. There was no, even if she hadn't touched the ball, it was going to go in. It was tough. Uh, but I'm, they are fun. This is a fun team to watch. I'm so proud of them. Uh, you know, Dabinia is a world class player, and she's she was responsible for two of the two of their three world goals. Class. I think that and one she, was fantastic. Know, she, was, she was hard hard to de- hard to deal with all game. But you know, another fabulous performance from Emily Fox. Uh, you know, our, our center back pairing, Brooke Hendricks again did a really good job. Uh, Neely Martin didn't pl- didn't start in this game, but and I can't remember who did right now. For Ryle, sorry, uh, Aaron uh, Ryle. Ryle. Oh, Kaylee, Kaylee Real, Ryle. Kaylee Real did a good job. I'm learning the name when, still. When I don't notice you, that means you're doing a good job in the center back. <laughs> uh, so I think she did really well. You know, Yuki seems like she she had some good good movements. Savannah wasn't quite as influential as we've we've seen her, but my girl Lauren Millay, who's my favorite player. Uh, again, just dynamic. I love, love watching her she play. Pl- mm-hmm. I like, I like Sometimes she her. needs to pull out of some of those things that she does, but otherwise, no. I, I love watching her. Uh, like I said, amazing first goal from CC. She's she's a killer. We need you have to have a killer, especially on a new team, and she's definitely filled in that role and taken advantage of the opportunity she's gotten. Uh, you know, uh, couldn't couldn't be prouder of the effort. Couldn't be prouder. You know, it's a, it's a bummer we lost. Uh, but I like I said, I was 
really pleased with the way we played. I mean, to 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 score first on what they were enduring, like that was just that was just so uh, inspiring. It's a play. I mean, within <laughs> the first five minutes, there were two near goals. One of them, I was I happened to be in the support section at the time, not normal where I'm at, but like that thing was inches from from going in. Like it was real close. Yeah. So I, I was, you know, that was very inspiring and very very uplifting to see them score first and very much gave us hope. Uh, Dorian scores in her first touch, getting in in the second half. She's she's another killer too. That mm-hmm. she that goes hard. Oh, she's earned uh, a lot of street cred know. with the fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she she definitely destroyed poor Allie Riley's leg, and that's that's whatever. I don't poor. I feel bad for Allie, but uh, you know, Jordan's our game. girl, so we got we got to stand <laughs> yeah. her. She but she did awesome. You know, just stand crazy mixer type. You know, broken play, but is a fabulous ball. And I think was it who served that in Aaron Simon? Oh, CC Kaiser. Oh, CC had, yeah. had the goal and the assist yep. in the second yeah. half. So. so, like I said. So we're officially out of the running for getting out of this Challenge Cup, but it's fine. Uh, you know, a lot to look forward to, uh, which reminds me, we've got a new uh, center back. Gem- oh, not center back, defense. She, I think she might play fullback. Uh, Gemma, Gemma Bonner. Bonner, that's right. Yeah. From Manchester City, you know, world-class uh, women's outfit in Manchester. Over in Europe, we needed some help in defense, I would argue. Um just some depth, really. I was going to say depth at least. She is class, so that's nothing but an upgrade. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, is she going to start when she finally gets kind of her legs under? I don't know, it's, but, you know, she, a lot of – the way <laughs> – if you play for Christy Hall, you have to run a lot. Well, the, so, I mean, the, pedig- <laughs> the pedigree is unmatched. You I know, agree. you look at her resume, and it's pretty impressive, and she's a defender but uh, mm-hmm. but scored a lot of goals. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. I my takeaway from the game was exactly we played great. We were just a bounce or two away from either points, you know, all the points or at least a tie. I mean, they their goals they got that first goal they got to equalize the header, you know, at the near post. Mm-hmm. She somehow it hits the top of her head. You never know she, where that ball's going to go. She hits it back and yeah. she heads it backwards to the back post. I mean, that accidental does, goal that doesn't yeah. happen in a thousand more corner kicks. I mm-hmm. mean, that was an unbelievable touch of the ball that just kind of there's nothing Michelle could have done it was almost like slow motion it's like is that really going to go into the back post it just hit the back of her head at the near like like beyond the near post like bad roll the dice and then the third goal you know we had one of our center backs kind of slipped put them in on a two-on-one but let's not take anything away. Dabinia is the we best had numbers player really I've high seen. on that play too. That that was we we're kind of that was the risk you take when we played the way we played on that last goal. But, but so. I, like I say, I'm not going to take anything away from Dabinia is the best player I've seen in She's the women's awesome. game live. On, on she a was live exciting. Stage. Yeah, I was so impressed with her. And then that forward they had, Lynn Williams, was she did great. Just, she was we're, looking we're dangerous. We're lucky to keep her from she, scoring. Really, I mean, yeah. they would put it out there into the corner, and it's like, well, who? It, and it would be a just a race to get there and oh, she would fast. win every time i mean she Very was fast. so fast um so credit to north carolina i thought they played a great game oh, i agree but we we were in it and really like i say a bad bounce or two or a slip there we would have gotten point we came away from points you know i, I with think points. if nothing else you know i think we've been able to show the rest of the league that this is we're not a team that's just gonna lay down and and, and get right. get dump trucked by it we're gonna fight with everything we got and if you want to if you want to get points from us you're gonna have to earn them this, I like I said. I'm results aren't aren't great. You can't get kind of too caught up in those. Especially we've already we've talked about ad nauseum. Those that can't we can't have you know out of context expectations for this team because of what 
all the handicaps that you're kind of handed when you're an expansion team. Get, yeah, to get they have outperformed my expectations every like yeah. every time I preview a game for them. Like we're probably gonna get key. We're probably. Oh. I'm not wrong, but it's definitely a lot more entertaining. Uh, I I get you know I'm always impressed, and that's about all I can really ask for at this point. Yeah. I mean, Ty's got to run. He's got kids to go get to bring back to the Mamos same parking Morados. lot. Thanks Thank you, Ty. We really appreciate oh, thanks it. Thanks for having me. You're gonna get Benton's. Uh, Story to Lucidity uh, fandom. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, yeah. he's I'll had his li- opportunity, but we he, uh, some folks don't listen to poor Robin, and so we got to ask him to do it again. No, they should. They should. Listen Robin's to Hot Brown Soccer Town. Robin is awesome. <laughs> but let's do that. It's Thanks, nice to meet Ty. You. We'll see you. Tell your team to take it soon. easy on me next time we play. Happy Oaks Day. <laughs> see you, buddy. But uh, that's kind of how we're going to cover the two games and the John Hackworth talk. Patrick's got a microphone now. Are you ready to talk into it? No, oh, oh, he's going to unplug it. <laughs> Sometimes you say some, well, most of the time you say insightful things. You just can't, we just can't hear you, Patrick. Yeah, usually it's very faded. Now you got your opportunity. Just in case. People, it's like, you're like the, yeah. Remember, that was great, Patrick. Good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Let's move past that awkward uh, segue into uh, this next section. Uh, Guys, if you haven't read Benton's website, vamosmoradas.com, like I said, fabulous, different perspective uh, on what happened. Games and what what goes on with Little City. I, I, the more of those kinds of websites uh, that this club can have, the better. You know, uh, we have the stuff that I do. We've had in the past uh, the purple. Um, oh gosh, purple no, kingdom. Purple kingdom. Yeah, R.I.P. Hopefully they come back. Uh, purple pros, which I'm a very big fan of. But uh, Benton's has, has put a lot of time and effort. I really do like the video recaps that you do after do every you? game. I know oh. you you sound like you're terrified every time you put them. I'm like, dude, oh. those are great. You're doing something <laughs> nobody else is doing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Still getting used to being in front of the camera or talking on a microphone, but no, don't worry about it. Just pretend like it's not there. Just like, oh, this. Is- anyway. Well, half the time security's yelling at me too. Oh, <laughs> just tell me. Here's what you need to do. I don't ever use my press pass. Just ask Jonathan for mine, and you. I don't want to flaunt it. I always, t- I always like have it under my shirt, but and I always go up in the bleachers too. It's it's cool. The one security guy knows me now, so well, there hopefully, you go. So you just hopefully it won't be a problem they, they anymore. Stick around most of the time. Uh, so, Benton, tell us about yourself. You are not a Louisville native. I am not. I am from Fort Thomas, Kentucky, for those of you not familiar. That is up in northern Kentucky, right outside Cincinnati. I always say that I can get downtown Cincinnati, and most people that live in it's Cincinnati. a lot faster, yeah. Yeah. So, um, originally from up there, I eventually made my way to Lexington, where I attended the University of Kentucky. Go Cats. Go Cats. Um, stayed there for a couple years. Uh, Met a met a girl in uh, in Lexington who was from Louisville. Went to end up back in Louisville, and I didn't necessarily feel the need to go back to Northern Kentucky. So things worked I out. I didn't either. So there you go. <laughs> really up there. <laughs> I enjoyed up there. It's just you know, wasn't as uh, homesick as some people get. But uh, so you know, I'm still accessible. But uh, so we ended up um, in uh, in Louisville. That was in 2017. First thing I did when I came to town, like there were boxes in my apartment still of, of all my stuff. I hadn't unpacked anything. I went down to the team store back when it was in that little downtown thing. Yeah. And I got my uh, got my first Little City kick because I knew I was going to be a fan. I was uh, I was aware of the team's existence and its formation when I was in um, Lexington, but I never did uh, did make it to, to Louisville. I always said, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I had a cousin who was going to the U of L at the time, and then I just, you know, I just didn't. That's all right. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a good excuse, but... Um, Better late so, than never been. Better yeah, so been. fandom was a slow evolution. I can't say I was nearly as involved as I am now versus when I was then. Casually would go in 2017, more frequently in 2018. By 2019, I was uh, I was getting season tickets, and uh, yeah, it's just been been growth over time. It's just See, more and more. Yours obsessed. is the kind of story I love to hear, though, because that's exactly when we this whole thing got off the ground. However many years ago it was, 
that's what I wanted for that's what I wanted to happen. You know, it was never going to be all of a sudden everyone's going to be a Louisville City fan. You just it, it's not Patrick. It worked for you. It was great, uh, but you know, it's one of those things that it's like it's just infectious. Like yeah. it, once you're there, it, it grabs a hold of you, and you, once you oh. be, become more involved and do more and more things, and you know, unfortunately as I've gotten older, I've had to back away from it. But Ben, you and uh, your story is exactly what I like to hear because that's what I wanted for the Coopers. That's what I wanted for Louisville City and all the other supporters groups that are out there. You know, one of those things where it, it, you just fall in love with it and want to do more and yeah, more. The, so that the, seems like the is your been has been your trajectory. So, but I have a number of reasons why I do what I do, but one of them is that I've I've not been ashamed to admit that online. I, I'm a fan of Toronto FC. I don't hate the MLS like some some people do. I totally get the criticisms. Um, They're but fun to watch. Part of the reason I've been able to maintain being a fan of them, despite, you know, not being there at all, is that they have good online content. They have a they put out a good podcast, and I feel very connected to that. And And I guess in some sort of way, I wanted to do that for, for Louisville City, provide some sort of connection that people might not otherwise have. Well, that's a huge – that's one of the things about soccer that you don't get with a lot of other sports is I think the fans have a lot of – incentive and freedom to kind of generate that especially when you're a lower league outfit mm-hmm. uh where the club just doesn't have the time or resources or energy to, to do that sort of thing yep which is you know kind of why we're doing what we've been doing we've been doing for so long uh so i, I think that's a you know i think that's a, a very salient point um tell us about a little bit about so you're a board member now i am yes sorry i got <laughs> I, I got I got brave. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my hat in the ring. No, I, I hope I hope you actually have a really good experience. Ken's a good president, even though he's Ken. Uh, <laughs> I love Ken. Uh, and, you know, if, if hopefully this keeps you coming back and you want to do more. But uh, the thing that I'm most excited about uh, with your new role with the Coopers is you are running Angel Share now. Yes, that's uh, pretty much why I got involved. Awesome. I'm. I'm not really the uh, being the supporter section on the capo stand kind of uh, kind of guy. I, pre- I really appreciate the Patrick people that though. that do do I that. I don't get on the capo stand. <laughs> yeah, but you're right next to it. Anyway, I, well, sorry, drummers, <laughs> people who you know, spoke, all that stuff. Like I appreciate all the stuff that they bring to the atmosphere. That's part of the magic of the game. But that's just not me. I'm kind of more like the nervous watching type. Kind of curl up and watch. So. Um, my, my part of my way of getting getting involved was was through this, the charity stuff, and that's something that I want to do early on when I start this site. I'm like, okay, like if any money starts getting involved with this, like it's not going to go into my pockets. Like I want to channel this to be something good. And I even before doing the Coopers thing, I was able to do uh, do the uh, Player of the Year uh, fundraiser thing I, I did, where I, and I raised over a thousand dollars, and awesome. it was pretty uh, it's pretty cool. I did not think I would get near that number, so I was pretty excited about that. Um, but I knew that um, you know I, I respect that what the Coopers have have done and and what they bring to the you know, everything surrounding the Louisville City game, and and I thought that would be a good opportunity to work with them and 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 work with their channels rather than kind of creating my own. I don't need to create my own five hundred C three or anything goofy like that. It's a pain. Don't when, do that. Yeah, <laughs> when when one already exists, and then it also gets me opportunity to meet a lot of uh, a lot of great people, and and that's also again another another reason why I got start doing what i did is like this is my way of getting involved well i'm glad you did um so let's see is our pride raiser campaign that we started with in, with the challenge cup is that done now it's still ongoing oh, it's going to yeah gotham. so we still have gotham so hopefully score like 100 goals That'd so we just really pump up that number but we we're at over 500 dollars a goal on that pride raiser that's awesome i last last i heard that we are we're the number two group Fabulous. out of everybody participating so i am just I'm thrilled with with that was my with next question. On that, I was yeah. like, "How are we doing on that?" That's really very well. Really so cool it's like hear. whatever, like 
$2,000 or something that we've raised thus far, plus whatever we get into this next game. So if any uh, anybody in the racing organization is listening, please just really just bang them in for the sake of charity at least. <laughs> Come on, CC, Get a hat yeah. trick. That'd be great. Yeah, help me raise some money. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so that, that's gone over very well. I do have to shout out uh, all the other groups involved. Um, Louisville City Ladies, Ledge Hogs yeah. are involved. I'm a you know, another motivating factor for me to do all the charity stuff I have is the Louisville City Ladies. They just, they, they kill it. Yeah. I, I, I hope, I aspire to get to, to their level um, and, and, and do that because they've done just such a phenomenal job and I, and I really appreciate what they, what they bring to the, to the community. 100% agree. We, yeah. we, we love. Can't we say love enough great things about them. Ladies. Yep. Good deal. All right. Uh, let's see. I might have some Ask Barrel Proof stuff to get to. I think you forgot to put it on Twitter. I did, you know, but some sometimes it did. I think just a show few up. people preemptively did I'm, after a little yeah, bit of news. Yeah, I'm people, pretty sure. Most time it just shows awesome. up. Imagine I, we probably hit on the questions. It was so up in the air whether we're actually going to record anyway. I just didn't feel comfortable just asking for questions. Uh, let's see here. One is from Cody Ruth uh, at Bourboneer on Twitter, who mostly tagged us because they want us to put Jordan. Our good friend Jordan Cooper on uh, the podcast, which we may or I'd like to get to. I like yeah. Jordan. Jordan's always let's talk some. Merch. Jordan and I always have really good conversations. It's been a long time uh, since Jordan has been That's on the be airwaves to talk about Louisville City it? Soccer as opposed to DraftKings and things like that. It's going to be a three-hour show. Oh God, yeah, it would be. <laughs> I don't. He wouldn't even. A he's, he's not, he wouldn't do that. He doesn't. He, he'd get bored after a while. That's fair. Uh, and then the other only other question uh, we got, which was uh, from our good friends, the Heretics, was: Has anything eventful happened this week? And, you know, I think we've covered most of the game. And all there was that, a racing game. There was a racing game. It was pretty game. eventful. And, a, and, you know, a little city game. Those things happen. Well, that wasn't this week, though. No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, racing's next game is against Gotham. Gotham has come out the gates firing real hot. Uh, is that game Sunday? That's not this coming it's Sunday, Sunday, is it? I think. Crap. Well, I am not prepared. No. Carly Lloyd plays for Gotham, and she's awesome. And we'll really literally, literally run through barbed wire to score goals. They seem to be doing all right. Yeah, they're having a great opener. Uh, are they still in the top of the standings? I think they are. Yeah, the second Sunday, the second at twelve thirty. Interesting time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, middle of the afternoon, so you know you can work off your derby day hangover. Yep. And watching this, the racing game. And this one has to be a little bit meaningful for uh, for Mister Christy Hawley going back to Dirty Jersey to an extent. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I guess Phil Murphy still owned the team when he was there. I don't know. I mean, like you always got. We want to get one over on your on your old club. Kind of regardless of the circumstances, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, Gotham is, I, I mean, you know, you didn't think they were going to be bad, but they, like I said, they came out firing. They've lost to Washington in the last game, uh, if I remember correctly. I may be making that up. I don't know. That sounds right, I think though. their one against the Courage was like a bloodbath. What was it, like 4-3? Yeah, 4-3 is crazy. They're, they've scored that's a lot of goals. A lot of goals. Um, seven in the competition so far. No, there's seven points. I can't read. Sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, like I said, they got Carly Lloyd. They have uh, the the who I thought was going to be our midfield anchor in Jennifer Cujo. Uh, I don't, I haven't watched any of their games yet, so I don't know how you know how well she's been playing. Uh, but they, like, like I said, they've got they they drew the spirit on Tuesday. Excuse me, I apologize for that. Z- nil nil. Didn't watch the game. Yep. Hurt was kind of le- reading Twitter about it, and uh, it sounded like it was a fairly entertaining nil nil draw, but still nil nil draw. So you don't like those too much. Um, but yeah, watch the game, y'all. It'll be awesome. I, I'm 99% certain there is a watch party. Patrick, you know anything yeah, about that? it's at the Hogfather again. Dude, I got pizza from there on uh, Friday night. It's legit. I just, 
I mean, I, I got both my vaccinations. I'm just still not comfortable with the whole, like, fully oh, indoor yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean, we picked it up. I didn't yeah. hang out. But. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting for them to do, like, one with an outdoor sort of option. I know they're working on something at Hogfather, but they, I want to be involved. I, I just, hear you. I hear you. 1020, you know, that's a thing that's happening these days. Oh, I, I I'm looking forward to doing space. that. Uh, but yeah, I know the watch party's there. Uh, middle, af- middle of the afternoon. Like I said, nothing cures a, a hangover like the first beer in my experience. So you got to keep it going. Just right. You right. might as well. Sunday, Sunday, fun day. <laughs> Sunday, fun day. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about, nobody's expecting you to perform at work on Monday after Derby. It's fine. Yeah. All right, guys. Ben, thank you so much for being here. I don't have anything else, Patrick. Do you? Ben, I don't you? even know why. Uh, th- again, thanks for having me. And again, I appreciate what you guys have been doing since the uh, since the beginning of all this. It's uh, I think it's vital to the to the community, and I'm you know thrilled to come on here. So well, we try. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's that's very ingratiating of you, and I will take it because I have an ego. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, <laughs> for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, go racing. Go city. Vamos Morados. Adios, amigos. Adios. Take care.